podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and I'm joined... By my lovely, always lovely, almost done with the season, lovely co-host Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm still writing my strongly worded letter to Johnny Manziel, uh, but besides that, uh, uh, things are going pretty well. Last week was such a strange week. It was one of the weirdest weeks I can remember in fantasy football because my personal my personal fantasy football teams and my daily leagues were great. And our buddy Drew Dinkmeyer won a million dollars, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I literally had the worst quarterback streaming week of my life. Oh, man, yeah. It was rough. I mean, it was rough for, you know, any, every quarterback almost, really. Yeah. Oh, it was it was ridiculous. Like, like looking back, like the, the good part, like you said, the good part of it was that uh, if your quarterback was Johnny Manziel last week, you probably – didn't lose you definitely did not lose as many points at the quarterback position than you would in any other week right there's just no way i mean i i rolled out manzel in, in two of my five semifinals this past week and i won both of those games and i mean obviously i mean that, that just goes to show i think people emphasize the quarterback position so much more than they do other positions in fantasy football it's just a good case in point of that yeah i mean only six quarterbacks eclipsed 20 fantasy points last week only yeah. six yeah it's at, it was it was crazy. It was just such a low scoring week for quarterbacks. Um, and you know, just to run through what we had last week, man, we're digging into this quick. That's crazy. We always just just talk about like corn and stuff to enter the, to start the podcast. No, no corn, no corn talk, guys. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like to to just recap last week. I mean, we had Johnny Manziel as our top streamer. He scored half a fantasy point and was the QB. He was the QB thirty six. I didn't even know that that could happen. And when you're streaming, wait, wow, that, that because people got people got benched. People got like eighteen people got hurt. Eighteen quarterbacks got hurt last week. It seemed like I not that it makes a lot of difference, but I had Manziel at two and a half points. I guess you're. Yours. Yeah, I'm just going on. I use FantasyData.com, and I, I guess it's the it's probably the minus two versus minus one interception. I'm assuming. Just give them the two and a half. My God, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> the, the, but like 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 it was crazy. So so we had Manzel, we had Kyle Orton who yeah. scored like four points, and he was a QB thirty. And the the Kyle Orton thing was really crazy because that game script just didn't go in his favor mm. whatsoever. Mm. Just it was it was. Like why did the Bills defense have to play so well? And why yeah. did Jordy Nelson why did Jordy Nelson not catch that ball? Oh my god. Like I said on Twitter, I still see that when I close my eyes at night. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, so we had Kyle Orton and then we had we had Jake Locker who 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 died again because he just he's he's never on the field. Never. It's so so frustrating. The only thing the only thing, Denny, that saved us last week was Jesus. I know, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. He was the QB three last week. He was one of those handful of quarterbacks that had twenty plus fantasy points. So at least we had 
at least we had Alex Smith last week because my God, was it bad? Well, really, we had Niall Davis. <laughs> thank, thank God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We had. We. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. So yeah, that was a it was a bad quarterback streaming week. But you, from a from a defensive perspective, uh, a pretty strong week. You know, I think one of the big things that you did last week, one of your big calls, was telling people over and over again to not play the Rams defense over a team like Baltimore, and you you nailed it. You completely nailed it to the point where to the point where I was receiving tweets about your call, <laughs> taking credit taking credit for what you did. Hey, listen, I take credit for your calls all the time, so I understand. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, the 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 thought behind that was that the Cardinals simply don't turn the ball over and they do not give up sacks, and that's exactly what happened on Thursday night. And the the you know the the Cardinals defense actually had a much higher streaming score than the Rams defense did. And it really showed uh, the, the Cardinals uh, ended up yeah. with 14 fantasy points, um, which was, uh, which was sixth highest for the week. So um, yeah, I mean, the Rams were not a high upside play simply as that. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, it, you know, it worked out well. Um, the, the Ravens were the best defense last week. Uh, against that Jacksonville, that terrible Jacksonville yeah, yeah, offense. Yeah, tw- twenty points for the for the Ravens. I mean, and and I thought it could have been much more, but you know, I'll take twenty. Yeah, and then uh, you had the Titans, who ended up. You know, the Titans were more of a more of a desperation play. Yeah, I really like. I I think I said I want the Jets over the Titans. Maybe I, I must have said that on Twitter. Anyway, the, yeah, the Titans. Finished with seven fantasy points, nineteenth overall yeah. for the week, and then I also mentioned the um, well, the Giants, yeah, and they finished sixth for the week with thirteen fantasy points. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was a really solid week. I, I feel like if you were able to stream defenses, I, like defenses were were just overall pretty predictable last week. It was good. It was good. To, it's good to see that yeah. just for streamers in general because. It's been there. There have been weeks this year where it's been a little bit frustrating, but a lot of that too translates to daily fantasy. Often, uh, you know, like I rolled the Patriots a lot in daily fantasy given their price point, yeah. and that you know, like when those things, when things just work, it just feels so good. And that's the opposite happened at quarterback. Oh, that's okay, I know. Um, our tight ends last week, we had Jared Cook in his. Uh, his his glory matchup where he he scored five point two PPR fantasy points. Uh, yeah, and then we had we had Jordan Cameron who was tied to Johnny Manziel's QB thirty six performance, and he was the tight end forty seven. Uh, I didn't even know that existed either. Yeah, I mean, God, I had Cameron and a few dailies, and that pretty much sunk those teams. Yeah, I just oh my God, that I I just I didn't see you know I. I understood if the Browns' offense was not going to to produce to the point where some people thought that they would, or, or to to play as well as some people thought that they would. To do what they did was just baffling. Oh, oh just unbelievable! It, it blew my mind. It, it blew my mind because you know, like the Bengals' defense is not bad, and it's not a bad. It's a good. It's it's not a good matchup for for opposing quarterbacks. But the Bengals' front seven has really really struggled this year, mm. and the fact that they really like. The Browns could not do a thing on offense. Yeah. It was just so so frustrating. Yeah. Very very tilting experience. Oh man, you know I I I don't know you know about like you know quarterback technique and this and that, but I I've read a couple 
uh, breakdowns of Manziel and the things that people, you know, people in the know are saying things that make me think that he is unplayable uh, in in fantasy until yeah. he proves otherwise. Because I mean, what we saw was not, you know, like uh, almost, you know, like oh, he almost had he almost had a nice game. That was uh, that was terrifying, honestly. Right. Right. Like, like I'm getting questions this week about Manziel. Right. And, and I'm, I'm no, no, I'm not starting Johnny yeah. Manziel this week. No, no, no. I, I mean, maybe in like a large field DFS tournament, maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if I want to put a dollar into that. Maybe, maybe the quarter entry and yeah, no, qu- yeah, quarter for sure. <laughs> yeah. That that's where we're playing Johnny Manziel and you know, he's just going to go off. I should actually go to that game. Because it's right down the street for me. That would be fun to see Johnny football. Oh, man. I, I, I would do that, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. But you don't you – don't, you're not a fan. Uh, no, 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 I'm not. When I say I would do that, I mean in some theoretical universe where right. where I could be teleported to the stadium and then out of the stadium yeah. without having to interact with anyone, then yes. You don't want to deal with, like, barricades and stuff. No, no, and I don't want to pay $13 for a, a Miller Lite. Right. Right, because <laughs> that's because a that's that's the price point of, of a Miller Lite, and and b that's all you drink. No, wait, but seriously, at at the at the uh, they are expensive. But you do you go to like games in DC and stuff? No, well, yeah, and at a Nationals game, a beer is thirteen dollars. Yeah, we'll go to a city like Charlotte where the cost of living is better, and it'll be eight. Wow, really. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I, I I didn't think beer had been eight dollars in a stadium since the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is it's the glory of living in the South. Oh man. All right. Um all right, so before we get into week sixteen oh my gosh, week sixteen streaming picks. Wow. We haven't even decided if we're doing the podcast next week, but I think um, I think we should, just for the record. I think I, I I personally have a weird love for week seventeen, so Yeah, I'm cool with it. We could we could we could turn it into like yeah. like just insane Twitter questions too. Yeah, it could be our it could be our DGAF episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm down with that as our DGAF episode. All right. Um so Week 16, before we get into it, do you want to give a shout out to our sponsor? Yes, our sponsor, uh, as they've been all season, are the great folks at uh, Sportable. They can be found on the web at sportable.is and on Twitter uh, at, uh, at Sportable NFL. Uh, they, they have a, a lot of really good wrap-up content from Week 15, and uh, honestly, uh, they've gotten so... Uh, into daily fantasy analysis and it's kind of weird to say that because their their analysis is really brief and punchy uh and and but it's solid i mean it's it's stuff that you can just kind of scroll through and and uh and and really get a feel for value plays on uh on on all really all the major sites so uh check it out sportable.is yes cool all right denny why don't you uh tell people about well, defenses they should be playing during championship. Are you playing championships this week? Uh, I'm in. I'm in one. I lost three playoff games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, that is rough, man. Yeah, uh, just a, a variety. I mean, Jordy, uh, Jordy's uh, drop, the 94 yard drop, would have um, put me over the top in all all of them. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, 
Hey, the I, worst, the worst, the worst part too is you know Jordy's about to go off against Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, he's gonna go insane. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. it. It could be like a like a legendary performance, and yeah, and it's it going to be. matter. It doesn't matter it, for me. It's the same. It's the same deal with me and Drew Brees. Oh my gosh! And you know he's gonna go nuts against Atlanta. Uh, it's the worst, man. And I, I this week I outscored everyone in in that round. After losing by 1.9, I outscored all four teams that are left this week. Oh, JJ. The worst. My God, my heart breaks for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. But, Talk about streamers. Yeah, because I no one I, no one cares about honestly, me being a I, fantasy. Dude. I am gonna throw up in the shower if I have to talk about Jordy one more time. <laughs> I can't deal with that drop. Oh, Yo, ex- exorcist vomit. Oh my God. No, seriously. Like, I wish my reaction was on on film because it would be it would it would be the second greatest vine of all time behind Drew Dinkmeyer. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say it was the opposite of the Dink vine. Yeah, right. No, yeah, it was it was sheer horror. Sheer Did you horror. see did you see in that vine, by the way, like just huge congrats to Drew Dinkmeyer yeah, who who won the million last night. Awesome guy. It was just really cool to see that see watch watch him win and see him win and all that. But did you in that vine, I think my favorite part of the vine is watching David Kitchen Go go absolutely bonkers! I know, I know, and I'm I'm just picturing your vine. Like if I was in, like <laughs> like if I was in your vine, instead of like punching the air, I'd be punching my face. <laughs> that's that's pretty much. I mean, I I like I covered my eyes as if someone had just been slaughtered in front of me. <laughs> like 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 I couldn't believe what I just saw. Like I was like I was like no no God no no it can't happen. And then you know and then oh. and then exorcist vomit naturally yeah. I got I got so lucky because Jordy's I'm not I'm not even kidding you five the five teams I fielded this past week Jordy was on four of them oh. but I still got through I got through so I'm going to be able to enjoy the oh. the Jordy Tampa Bay performance. You're a bastard. Oh, I know. I'm, I didn't mean to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, no, look, it's it's yin and yang. My, my pain and and your gain or something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the universe. Uh, all right. Well, let's get the defensive streamers here. Um, Speaking of Johnny Football, old money fingers, as I call him, uh, you gotta you gotta consider the Panthers as a top end streamer this week. And God, I mean, what's what are the chances that we would say that, right? Yeah. I mean, the Panthers' defense has been a target of ours all year for quarterbacks. Yeah. And here we are saying, you know, forget forget Manziel, target him with with one of the worst defenses in the league. But, yeah. The Panthers are at home. The um, my my streaming score, and by the way, you can see all my defensive streaming scores on thefakefootball.com if you'd like to check it out. Um, the streaming score for Carolina's defense is not is not great. It's it's four, which basically puts them sort of uh, in the in the middle tier of streamers. But that's because uh, the streaming score is based on season long data, and really the Browns haven't been that turnover or sack prone mm-hmm. um throughout 2014 um and i know that sounds strange because hoyer's been really bad but it just it, it it's true i mean they just they haven't been a great um target for streamers. right but, well hoyer's hoyer was only dropping back to pass 11 times per game and he wasn't scrambling when he did it, yeah exactly exactly so uh anyway the panthers are, are at home which is always something we look for they're favored <clears throat> and um you know, man, you know, if, if Manziel has to throw, it's a good thing at this point. So, um, uh, they they are one of my top streamers. Um, the Ravens are still out there on about half of waiver wires. They're playing 
the fourth string quarterback uh, for Houston, uh, whose name escapes me right now. Uh, Thad Lewis. Thad Lewis. How could I forget Thad Lewis? Um, I, I I think you know the 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 Texans are are not typically a streaming target, and for good reason. They run the ball a lot. Yeah. They're not turnover prone. I mean, maybe Lewis will be forced to the air in this one. Yeah, or or Case Keenum. To be fair, it could it could. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm not even kidding. Like that's a thing this week. Like like this week, the starting quarterbacks are are basically guys that that you find like when you you remember when you used to open up a pack of football cards and yeah. you would just like like you would only care about like the sparkly ones because you know those were the good players. Like they were just the guys that you were that you got out of your pack of football cards that you were just trying to complete the box set. Like <laughs> they're they're like the Scott Mitchells of of base of football oh, cards. Oh yeah, good call. It's just, yeah, it's bad. Well, uh, you know, I just I just can't imagine um they you know, either of the Texans fourth stringers uh throwing much at all in this one uh, unless unless the Ravens jump out to this huge lead. But I still think the Ravens are are well worth the play. I'm going to have them ranked as a top five option. So um, uh, on the road too, because that's that's tough. It's tougher whenever they're on the road. But I agree with you. I mean, it's tough to yeah. to say no to that. Right. I mean, how often do you get you know the you know fourth string? It's just hard to turn down. So um, <clears throat> so for me, um, uh, the Panthers, uh, the Ravens, and then uh, the actually I have the Jaguars. Uh, over the Ravens this week, and uh, that is probably the least comfortable thing I'm going to do all season. Uh, yeah. The Jaguars' defense—they're uh, at home. You know, it's not exactly a huge difference because uh, you know no one wins in Jacksonville, but uh, right. <laughs> but uh, they have they have the the swimming pool advantage. They do right. There, there are you know the the eleven fans at the game are yeah are in in the pool yeah. So that's fun. Blake Blake Bortles' mom is a crazy fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, well, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but listen, they're playing a Titans team that is unspeakably bad right now. Yeah, I mean Ken Ken Wisenhunt's the worst. He's the worst. The team's the worst. They're talking about like Sean Green as the hot hand. I, I don't even know what that means. Like, right? Like Char- Charlie Whitehorse, horse, <laughs> Charlie Whitehorse, <laughs> Charlie Whitehorse. Um, who is who is not Jesus, but clipboard Jesus, who rides on a white horse. I mean, is that out of the out of the question for him? <laughs> Apparently not. No, I don't. I mean, what is that? Is it impossible that he, at this very moment, is riding on a white horse? I don't. <laughs> we need we need a we we need someone to send a Photoshop oh. picture of of Charlie Whitehurst riding a white horse. Do it, Twitter, please deliver this, please, <laughs> please. Okay, so just 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 real quick. Okay, here are Whitehurst's. Uh, um, completion percentages over his last eight appearances uh, in the NFL. 57 and a half, 40, 57, 52, 62, 60, 65, 41. Okay, those are horrendous numbers, yeah. completion percentages, and that's exactly what we're looking for. We're looking for an inaccurate quarterback who will likely have to throw quite a bit, and I think that's what we have here because – the Jaguars' run defense is actually not terrible, and the Titans' run de- run attack, if you can call it that, is terrible. So, 
you know, it just lines up where I think Whitehurst is going to have to do something in this game. Right. And that's right. what I want. Uh, yeah. The uh, the Titans actually had back to back double digit performances um, uh, in week uh, thirteen and f- or twelve and thirteen. So anyway, uh, for me, it is streaming wise uh, the Panthers, Jaguars, Ravens in that order. Yeah, the uh, the Titans have allowed five top ten defensive per- defensive performances over their last six games. Yeah, yeah, and uh, almost three turnovers per game. Over the last, yeah. over the past month, it's it's horrendous. I understand. I mean, they, they do have a lot of injuries. Uh, you know, with Justin Hunter obviously going down a few weeks ago. Not that that seems to even matter. Like, <laughs> like his his route running is is more degaff than I've than than Cutler's oh. quarterback performing. Oh, they uh, would be the perfect pair. They would, or and Josh Gordon, honestly, Josh Gordon's up there now too. Uh. That's that's happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they've they've had injuries. Kendall Wright's been hurt. Um, yeah. So you know you can you can blame it to an extent on injuries, but then you realize that it hasn't even just been like a last five weeks kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. the Titans' offense has been so bad this year, just so bad, yeah. unspeakable bad. Yeah, and I know. Look at people are are you know I I know we got some questions about I can't stomach the Jaguars' defense on on a Thursday night. I, I don't know what Thursday night has to do with anything, but uh, but I'm just telling you that. The Titans are an amazing target, and I think it's a mistake to to say no just because it's the ja- Jaguars. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, no, I mean, not only that, like you, like think of it this way: like go look at Vegas over unders, and you look at them, and the Titan, the the Jags Titans game is at 41, Ugh. which which right now is the the th- the fourth lowest of the week. Uh, Jacksonville's actually favored in the game. Which means that that Vegas is not expecting Vegas is ex- expecting 19 points from Tennessee, if my math is correct. Yeah, and so I'll, like, yeah, I mean that's not that's that's not a lot. So you know that they're not going to be putting up a lot of points on Jacksonville. Um, so at least you can you can feel comfortable doing that, and then and then just watch Charlie Charlie Whitehorse <laughs> just be a schmuck right off into the sunset on his white horse. <laughs> his white horse. Oh man. I bet you Charlie Whitehurst is one of those guys that's always positive. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, he definitely see- well, but positive not in like a Drew Brees kind of positive way. Yeah. Cuz you know Drew Brees is just like, you know, he's down like 45 and he's like if we put right. our minds to, we can do this, guys, and everyone's like, yeah. shut up, Drew. Um, but yeah, no, but Whitehurst is probably like, who cares, man? <laughs> like Right, he's like he's like a positive D gaffer. Yeah, we're like we're down 45. Hey, we're out here playing football for a living, guys. Right, Remember that, right? Exactly, exactly. That is exactly who he is. Like he, he never loses sight of his, where he's at in life. Yeah, he's like, hey, never. Hey, 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 Coach Wisenhunt, why, why can't we wear flip flops? <laughs> right, right. I'm much, I'm much more comfortable in flip flops. Right, and then, and then Coach Wisenhunt says no. Um, footwork. Yeah, because because of footwork. Yeah, he'll be like he'll be like, get on the bench with Sankey. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right, I'll uh, I'll dive into quarterbacks. Hopefully, it's a better quarterback week than than it was last week. So this is our our last kind of big big week of the season because week seventeen doesn't matter. Again, next yeah. week will be our DGAF episode. Yeah. Um. So this is this is the last big decision that people will have to make. Hopefully, it's better than last week. Hopefully, last week didn't kill you. Uh, I will start out like I I do every week by saying that I think 
Probably the best option that could be out on your waiver wire this week that I really like is Mark Sanchez against the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are going to be turned off by what he did last week. But, I mean, honestly, the the, the Washington secondary is – so we all watch Johnny Manziel play football on Sunday. The Washington secondary is the equivalent of what Johnny Manziel did on Sunday, but every single week. I mean, look at Eli last – I mean, that's why I was bullish on Eli, only yeah. because of the Washington secondary. Right. Right. So, you know, I think I think Sanchez is a great play. I would play him over every guy that I'm about to mention. I would play him over guys like Cutler. I'd play him over – I would play him close to a top 10 option this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to throw that out there because he's still available in like 60% of leagues. And, and, and it wouldn't be surprising if, if people either lost their playoff matchup using him and are pissed and drop him or if someone just drops him because they don't want to use him. Yeah. Because he burned him last week. Absolutely. Um, but the, the guy that's probably a more realistic ad this week, and it's just fitting that we're ending the season on him, is Alex Jesus Smith. Of course. Of course. He's playing my Steelers, um, who have been so bad. They've been Washington-esque over the last seven or eight weeks. The So since week seven, every quarterback that has faced the Steelers has finished as a top ten weekly quarterback. Every single one. Oh, that list... That list includes Ryan Fitzpatrick, Zach Mettenberger, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, and Michael Vick. I've never even heard of any of those guys. I don't even know who they are. And the Steelers let them be a top 10 quarterback. Um, over this time, each of those quarterbacks have obviously they, they've done well. They've Each of them have thrown two touchdowns, as you would expect, from, from a top 10 quarterback. And that co- coincides with, with what number fire metrics say as well. They're the 25th best pass defense and that, that's dropped significantly. They were a middle-of-the-road one towards the halfway point. If you remember Ben Roethlisberger's game against Indianapolis, yeah. uh, that's kind of where things started to go down with uh, the Steelers' secondary while, while the offense kind of shifted and, and went into this, this top-five mode because uh, they've been ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but Alex Smith, you know, he has at least 16 points in three of his last four games. Hopefully... Uh, they, 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 uh, my hope in this game is that obviously the Steelers win, but that the Steelers offense is able to move the ball pretty effectively and quickly down the field. And, and Smith is playing some sort of catch up mode and not, not falling victim to game script at all, where the Steelers are just holding the ball similar to what we saw in Denver a few weeks ago. Um, and I do think, you know, a lot of people are, are, are making a big deal about the fact that the Steelers get torched by wide receivers and the chiefs don't have any wide receivers. Look, like Travis Kelsey's gonna be able to do whatever he wants against this defense. Dwayne, like it wouldn't surprise me if if this is the week that Alex Smith finally throws a touchdown to a wide receiver. Not sure. at all. If, I mean, if, it doesn't it doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, if there's a week that he's gonna do it, it's gonna be this week. Yeah. So, I like Alex Smith. I think he's a pretty safe option with still a pretty decent ceiling uh, in that game. The the over under in that game uh, is forty six and a half, and that's not that bad. And the Steelers are only three point favorites at home, so um, I, I think that Smith is going to have to do something, uh, at least according to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, the number two guy on the list is this is when it starts to like if Alex Smith is out there, I'd put him well above these next two guys just because of safety. Um, but the next guy is Robert Griffin the third. Oh, yeah. So he's he's obviously a massive risk uh, to trust in the in the championship. Uh, sorry, I got a, a sip of water. My my mouth is getting dry. <laughs> sip out of my 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 Brita water bottle. 
Oh, so fancy. You can see it. You can see it on the Fantasy Insider show. I have it with me every week. I I actually think I've seen that. I'm drinking a Deer Park sparkling water. So. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. Um, you're so much fancier than me. <clears throat> so, uh, RG three is a huge risk this week, obviously, because it's RG three. Uh, but Philadelphia has faced the the fifth most passing plays this year, so. It wouldn't surprise anyone if, if RG3 has to throw a lot, especially considering the aforementioned Washington secondary mm-hmm. uh, will be torn apart by Mark Sanchez and company. Um, and, the, and the Eagles rank 30th in terms of fantasy points against the quarterbacks. Only Tony Romo on Thanksgiving and Eli in that, that disaster of a game yeah. uh, have ranked worse than 14th against the Eagles this season in weekly scoring, which is just crazy to think about. Because, you know, they've, they've faced... We've mentioned this before. We mentioned this before the Mettenberger week. Uh, they faced guys like Mettenberger, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Austin Davis, Kirk Cousins. So you know they're they're not they're not fantastic. We saw them get torched against against Dallas last week. Um, the, there's a decent over under in this game at, at fifty and a half, uh, but the team total for for Washington isn't significantly high because the Eagles are eight point road favorites. But um, you know I think I think that there's a lot of upside here. Uh, it's a huge risk, but again, I, I think that the upside could be worth it if you're a big underdog in your in your championship game. Yeah. Um, the last guy that I'll mention is Kyle Orton, uh, who kind of burned us last week because he's he's been such a good plus matchup play this year, uh, and I mentioned that last week. Uh, but last, but but the defense really stepped up. Um, that game script just didn't go the way that I thought it would, yeah. or that anyone really thought it would. Uh, but over over uh, their last three games, Oakland's allowed Alex Smith twice and Sean Hill once to finish as top 12 quarterbacks. Uh, aside from last week where things didn't get um, out of hand, like like I just said with, with the, the Bills offense, uh, Orton's basically taken advantage of every plus matchup that he's had, mm-hmm. which is what he gets against Oakland this week. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, the scariest part with using Orton, I think, is that Vegas sees this as a 39-point game. Oh, that's unreal. Wow. Yeah, so Buffalo, Buffalo, they, they have their team total at 22.5, um, which isn't, you know, the worst thing in the world. But, you know, at the same time, this could if, – if Kyle Orton does not throw a touchdown early in this game, mm. you are not going to be happy. Oh. That, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be just another Buffalo defensive domination. And basically, if the Bills don't have to score points, they won't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if this if this game was in Buffalo, I would not be playing Kyle Orton. I think um, since Oakland plays better at home in general, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they're a little bit more competitive. Uh, and if they are more competitive, that means Kyle Orton's going to be a better option. Yeah. Uh, so if it you know if it was at home, I wouldn't feel confident at all. With it being on the road, I'm I'm relatively confident that that Orton can put up you know 14 or 15 fantasy points. It, what do you think of uh, Josh McCown this week? Yeah, I thought about McCown a little bit. I don't know. He he hasn't really been performing of late. Um, he's kind of off that high that we we rode a couple weeks uh, where he had two back to back 19 point performances. I mean, I can't really blame anyone if they if they want to throw him out there. Uh, I just trust it's crazy, but I I just trust Orton's ability. I think more than I do 
McCown's right now. Um, McCown had the most McCown line of all time yesterday. Yeah. Last week he was he had a forty seven percent completion percentage, just horrendous. One hundred and fifty four yards passing, and he was a top twelve quarterback. Yeah. Because like, he had twenty one yards and a touchdown rushing. Yeah. Like I I don't I don't think he's I like I don't think he's a terrible play. I I I you know I could. I could be convinced to put him in that Kyle Orton range. I think there's a lot of people in the Kyle Orton range. I think Alex Smith is probably the clear cut top streamer this week, the most yeah. obvious streamer. And then there's just a bunch of, of guys that are just, they're just awkwardly there. Yeah. I mean, I my, McCown for me is a volume play because I think that that Tampa, especially without Gerald McCoy, who is out for the year, I guess uh, I think Tampa's defense could just be shredded by, by green yeah. Bay. Um, my 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 honest fear is that it's a lacy game toward you know and they uh, just can they just they pound it out a little bit yeah. and they don't they don't allow them to to even get the ball yeah um that that would be my fear without yeah. McCoy too that that becomes even bigger yeah uh, that that really that's a that's an uh <clears throat> you know bucket of ice water on my uh, on my head right now but <laughs> I'm sorry. yeah I, you know I there's just there's a lot of of question marks a quarterback this week uh in general with the streamers and this is what happens when you're late in the season because a lot of guys that are that have been listening to the podcast already own mark sanchez for instance yeah so you know there's 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 that so you're you're fine and and they already owned eli manning before last week and so on and so forth it's just the the further in the season that you go when you're giving recommendations not actually playing in a, in a league and just mm. playing and using travis kelsey every single week because you got him in the draft um, it just becomes more difficult because ownership percentages are so odd. Yeah, you want so. you want to hear a, we- a weird stat real quick? Yeah, let's hear a weird. All stat. right, here's a weird stat. Over the last three games, Geno Smith has outscored Peyton Manning by 0. .4 fantasy points. Oh my god! Um, uh, Kyle Orton has more fantasy points than Peyton Manning. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, everyone's most hated fantasy quarterback has six points fewer than Peyton. That's oh, wow. That's it's crazy, man. That is the, that's just nuts. The mm. fact that Breeze had a bad week one playoff performance and then week two in the playoffs, Rogers and Manning both both screwed up. It's it's been kind of fun. Yeah. They they defecated in the bed, I think is what you mean. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I'm actually in a really weird situation because I'm in a championship game in a two-quarterback league, and I've been streaming my second quarterback ever since Carson Palmer went down. That's when I, I picked up Derek Anderson last week. Nice. And But but I have Big Ben, and my, my number two quarterback is down right now. It's down, If Derek Anderson plays, then I'll play him. But it's basically down to Geno Smith and Blake Bortles. That's ugly. Yeah, I know. And I probably will have to wait for Derek Anderson, which means I can't play Bortles. I would on Thursday. I mean, I I just I could not stomach Bortles. I, I, yeah, I couldn't either. I, I I don't know if you've ever if you've like looked at his his because like I don't I never even look at his or Geno's numbers really that much at all. And Bortles' numbers are so bad oh. fantasy wise. I mean, well, they're so bad everything wise, yeah. but they are. They are just oh my gosh! Talk about exorcist vomiting. Oh my god! I, I Jags fans can't catch a break. Just no, they can't. It's tough. 
Anyway, all right, let's talk tight end. Denny, why don't you give a tight end recommendation? All right, well, I was uh, I was influenced here by uh, our our friend and uh, uh, really good fantasy writer, uh, TJ Hernandez. Uh, he writes a, a tight end streaming column for 4for4.com, and um, he recommended uh, Michael Rivera as uh, kind of a secondary option for Week 16. Um, the, the matchup is not good. Uh, and, and he, he points that out. I mean, Buffalo, um, I think is, is top 10 in, um, you know, points allowed or, you know, they're, they're top 10 in points allowed to, to tight ends. Um, uh, he had 12 targets in week 15 and that's just one of several very high volume games that he's had, uh, over the past, uh, six or seven weeks. Um, he's actually sixth in targets among um among tight ends for the season and uh ninth in reception so i mean that's just those two stats jumped out at me i just i just did yeah, i had no idea that's nuts. i mean look rivera is not safe you know here or anytime i don't think any anybody in that Ra- raiders offense um including latavius murray is not safe has no real comfortable floor yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I just think, uh, I just think R- Rivera is, um, you know, I mean, he's the number one option in that passing game right now. And yeah. I mean, volume wise, um, since Andre Holmes is no longer a thing and, um, James Jones is just sort of, you know, there. Um, but anyway, I, I, I reaching, reaching dad runner status. Oh my, he is dad runnery, isn't he? Um, yeah. But Rivera, yeah. So Rivera, uh, I would play after uh, the two guys you're you're going to mention here. But he is, uh, I think, for 14 team leagues, I think that you could do a lot worse. Yeah, I'd actually play him over one of the two. So the first guy I just need to throw out there is Dwayne Allen, who's still available in 56% of ESPN.com leagues. Plays Dallas, who ranked 31st against tight ends this year. You saw Selleck and Ertz do some work against them last week when they both were top 20 tight ends, uh, and then two weeks ago. Martellus Bennett was the number one tight end against Dallas. Dallas has just been torched by tight ends all year. Uh, Dwayne Allen is obviously, uh, he, you know, he he's not, you know, he he's like any other tight end where the floor isn't necessarily like tremendous, but but uh, you know, he's in a game that's going to have a lot of points, um, and and he's he's a good red zone target for Andrew Luck. So uh, if Dwayne Allen's out there, definitely pick him up. Um, and that's Dwayne Allen's kind of one of those guys that you know we mention every week, and like we would just have him on our roster. We would just have him and be using him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kind of like kind of what I was just talking about. Uh, but another guy that um, it's it's only fitting, again, that I end the podcast on quite possibly the the best dad runner in the league, um, and that's Scott Chandler. Hey-o. Uh I think that there are worse options out there, given that Oakland's allowed a tight end touchdown in four of their last six games. And Chandler... So here, like the thing with with Scott Chandler, like he doesn't have a floor. The, his floor is like in hell, and <laughs> and he. But there are some games where, like, he's had he's had games of of nine a nine target game. He's had an eleven target game this year. He's had six or more targets in five games, but then there are other games where he only sees two. Um, so it's a really really risky play. But against an Oakland defense that really hasn't been able to stop tight ends uh, of late, I, I like him as as a as a streaming option. Uh, I wouldn't go throwing him in, in any DFS lineups, but um, I mean maybe GPPs. But 
you know, I, I think that uh, you could do worse. I, w- I would probably play Rivera over Chandler, though. Yeah, I think I, just volume-wise I would. So you're saying that if, if you play Chandler and then you go check your fantasy scoreboard in the middle of the day on Sunday and he's done, he's done poorly, you're, gonna, you're going to see hell. That's what you're going to going to see hell. at it and be like, dear God, I've seen hell. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Precisely. That is his floor is hell. You'll see, you know why? You'll see hell through the zero. Yeah, just make sure that you offset it in your lineup with Jesus. Uh, there you go. Wow. That is, that's solid. That's solid. That, yeah. is, that is solid, good versus evil right in your fantasy yeah. lineup, battling for your soul and some yeah. and some cash. Probably yeah. Don't don't pair don't pair Scott Chandler with Jay Cutler. The worst idea you could do for your fantasy lineup. No, there's no there's no safeguard against hell there. Right, right. You you need. I mean, maybe Charlie Whitehurst. Because what? Well, oh, because right. he has a white horse. But <laughs> but uh, you know what Cutler Cutler would do? He would ask hell for a light of a cigarette. Oh yeah. He would just well no he would just he would just be able to light anywhere. Yeah. He would just he would just pull out his pack of Marlboros and and it would just it would just light on fire. He'd be like, "Hey, devil, you want to see me smoke fifteen cigarettes at a time?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch this. Oh man! All right, so those are the streaming options: uh, Scott Chandler, Dwayne Allen, Michael Rivera, Kyle Orton, Robert Griffin III, Alex Smith, and defenses are the Jags, Panthers, and Ravens. Yep. All right, that's week 16. Let's get to Twitter questions because there are a lot of them. I know. Uh, the first one comes from our buddy, at Lord Reeves, who responded to our question almost immediately. Whenever whenever I told people that we were taking questions, the answer or he asked almost immediately, Alex Smith is Jesus again this week, right? He has reclaimed his throne, yes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He did. He, 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 he's done it. He's back. He's back. Uh, the next one is at... Hawkalicious. Uh, <laughs> I said this last time and I got it wrong. Whoever message me, let me know how you pronounce this stupid handle. Um, <laughs> wide receiver help. Anyone off waivers who might hit a home run. I own Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, thanks. I feel like my go to home run guy is always Dante Moncrief. Yeah, I mean he that's because he is. Right, right. It's just a go to perfect oh, boomer bus play. I think Charles Johnson is on like an a an appalling number of waiver wires. Really? Still? Yeah. But I mean, the Dolphins yeah. are terrible matchups. Maybe, maybe Nick Toon. Ah, Nick Toon. Yeah. Just, he got like, he got love in that, in that game against Chicago. I actually was fearing for Dink's life in the, in the Millie maker. Yeah. So, so the guy, the guy who it was, the person who yeah. was chasing Dink had Toon, right? Well, yeah. So a Ray of Hope had Marcus Wilson <laughs> as well as Dink. Um, so, I was talking to Dink throughout the day and he was like, I was like spitting out some number fire projections to him to like make him feel better about what was about to happen. And cause he obviously analyzed the hell out of all the, all the remaining players. Yeah. Um, so he, he was prepared for Ray of hope to, to late swap, uh, Wilson. I, I, we would assume it was Wilson with Nick tune, um, which he did. So he, oh, he late oh, because he needed to make the big play I and then Nick, and then Nick Toon actually wasn't that bad. 
Well, he, he kind fumbled, of came frighteningly close to a touchdown, didn't he? Or no? yeah, yeah, he fumbled the ball on their their first possession. It was it was he was getting more volume than Marcus Wilson was at oh one point. Oh my god, I would. And then that and then that touchdown happened, and David Kitchen punched the air like I've never seen anyone punch the air before. No, the air will never recover from that. <laughs> never, never, never. Um, this is at J underscore John 23 legitimate fantasy question, which provides more value dad runner consistency or the volatility of a D gaffer. I, I love that question. That's a great question. What do you think? You, I know the answer to this. You like the, you like the volatility of a D gaffer and I like the dad runner. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, I understand the argument for, for dad runner situation, but I will say that I, I cannot turn down the the, vo- the the volatility play because I I like to use the volatility in the right circumstances. There are times when you need to back off, and sometimes I don't do that properly. You know, case in point, uh, Johnny F in football. But um, you know, but yeah, that's for me. I I prefer the the volatile play. Yeah. Also, by the way, we didn't mention this earlier, but if you look back at who we picked this year on the Rob Silver show for for our streamers, our our two big misses this year. This is a good learning. Our our two biggest misses this year were rookies, inexperienced rookie quarterbacks. I think that that's really really important moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to t- do uh, take uh, Mike Singletary's advice and cannot do it. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's no more no more streaming rookie quarterbacks unless it's a, a last option. We can't have them as our top option. No, can't. I, I don't think it's a smart thing to do unless you get like a crazy class like we did in 2011 or 2012 or whatever it was. And another strike, right? Another NFL. Yeah, strike. yeah, yeah. Um, this next one's from at Fitz underscore eight four three. Said need flex help half point PPR. Alshon Jeffrey or Anquan Bolden? Well, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. At Stott99, does Denny wear a shower cap to protect his hair during shower cries? Uh, I do not because shower caps are not great for your hair. So mm. I try to avoid those. Nice. Good answer. <laughs> Although I did wear – I used when I swam on the swim, the swim team uh, when I was a kid, I wore one of those crazy caps all the time. Yeah? What color? Um, <clears throat> it was blue with a tiger paw. Oh, that's really cool. On the side. Well, I was also wearing uh I was also wearing uh blue speedos with a tiger paw on my ass. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. This is at eighty K rooms. He said, I have the Bills and Pats defense. Which way would you lean? That's a good question. I have the Pats a little bit ahead. Good, because I have the Patriots in a lot of championships this week. Uh, this is from at Lutgen32225. He said, Cutler or any other QB? So we're going to get this question a lot, so we might as well just get out of the way now. All right. So the, the streamers that I mentioned and other streamers that you know of, like like you're in love with Josh McCown. Um, <laughs> I'm in love with Josh Of the streamers this week, like I would – I'm telling people like I would play Alex Smith over Jay Cutler. Yeah. Pretty pretty confidently. Yes, I would too. I I I think the one thing that uh King Degaff could have going for him this week is that quarterbacks are throwing a lot against Detroit because no one can run it against Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we saw Teddy Bridgewater drop back I think 48 times against the Lions and that is not typical of the Vikings game plan. So 
I think that Cutler could pretty easily throw 45 passes in this game. A lot of them may be garbage time type stuff that we saw, you know, similar uh, to what he did against New Orleans. So one thing he has going for him, but his floor is his floor is is injury. It's benching. It's who yeah. knows what. So. It's frightening. It's it's really frightening. I have I'm in a two QB another two QB final. And I have I just picked up like every it's a it's the Fanium uh, football final, and it's this expert league, and I had I I somehow won my game this week with Jay Cutler and Johnny Manziel as my quarterbacks. Oh my, that's disgusting. Yeah, and I so I advanced and I'm in the finals, and I had to pick up Kyle Orton and Andy Dalton who were out there because it's a, it's a smaller league, but. So I've basically just been streaming quarterbacks and playing Cutler every week. So I have Cutler, Manziel, Dalton, and Orton. Who would you play? Well, not Manziel. Uh, right, right. So it's it, it's Orton, Dalton, or and Cutler. Who? Which two would you play? Uh, you know, um, I actually would play Cutler over Orton. Would you play Dalton over both? Yeah. So you go Cutler and Dalton. Yeah. I was thinking, oh god, I hate you. I'm so scared. I'm so scared of Dalton on Monday night. Okay, anyway, let's 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 uh, get back to what people care about. Um, <laughs> Come on, dude. This is at the underscore real underscore Kurt. He said, "My opponent has has Alshon and Forte. Should he start Cuddy to limit uh, to limit his opponent or Mark Sanchez? Uh, San- just go Sanchez. Yeah. Not only that, but that wouldn't necessarily limit your opponent because they're going to get more points for for." big gains and such. Yeah, I, I think people overthink that sometimes. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is at FF underscore disguise. He said, question for LTS, start Gerhardt Thursday or wait and see if Randall goes? You mean Murray? I mean, like, if Randall goes for Murray? For Murray, yeah. I mean, I, th- I still think Gerhardt is a terrible play. Yeah, I do too. I don't really think that you can trust. I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my trust in him. So I would just I would just wait and honestly like there has to be some other running back option even if it's like a third down back. It's a, yeah, I mean like oh like Chris Thompson for Washington. Yeah, or or Charles Sims actually for Tampa Bay I like or I was I I I was turned on by him from Leo Howell uh brought him up today. He's actually a really smart play I think in a, in a game that's going to be pass heavy potentially for Tampa Bay. Uh he'll be he'll be a good checkdown back if it's a PPR league. Well, not if your dream comes true and Lacey ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh this is at B Arnold Baseball PPR Flex who to start? Kelvin Joyke or Jeremy Hill? So Hill, Hill gets Denver, Kelvin gets Cleveland, which is a tough matchup. Mm. Joyke gets Chicago, which is a pretty good matchup. So I, I think it comes down to Joyke or Hill. Yeah, definitely. And I would probably go, I might go Joyke in this situation. I think I think so too. I Yeah, yeah, I go Joyke. Uh, this is Luchin32225 again. He said, not, not trying to be cute, but if Randall plays over Murray, more upside than Forte. Uh, no, no. This is at Leo Kaliski, bench one. DeMarco Randall, slash Randall, Foster, McCoy, Jordy, Alshon, or AJ Green, bench one. That's silly. I, that's silly. I mean, if, if Murray doesn't play, then bench Randall. Yeah, we'll say that. Uh, if Murray does play, I'll say to bench. <laughs> bench I Randall. guess I'll, yeah, just bench Randall. 
bench Alshon, I guess, because yeah. that that could that could be that's kind of a, a highly volatile play. Yeah, I mean the Alshon could see like twenty targets, but yeah, I think I'd have to. Play. Right, right. I mean that's what we said this past week too, and he was just lucky to get that touchdown at the end. I know what the hell is that? Gee. Yeah. This is at Blaine underscore Widmer flex Benji or Randall if Murray is out. God, we're gonna get a lot of these. A lot of these Randall if Murray is out. Honestly, we don't know that Randall's going to be the the guy. Like they're gonna have a hot hand approach, which isn't even a real thing. But they're they're gonna they're like Dunbar's still gonna be involved. And now I'm, I'm I saw reports tonight that people think that Murray's gonna be able to play. But regardless, I would still play Kelvin Benjamin over them. Yeah, and just, you know, played Kelvin. Hope Anderson starts. That's what I'd say. Right. This is. Oh God, I'm never getting this. This is at the Zaid Sadiqui. Hey, that's he good. Said, Thanks. I sounded confident enough. I, I mean, you know, as as confident as, as you as you could. Okay. Eli Cuddy, Alex Smith, or Flacco, six point touchdowns. Smith. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, this is at Lukey one two two three Cutler or Teddy Bridgewater in the Superflex for the championship. <laughs> I, so Minnesota gets uh, Miami. I I hate Bridgewater this week. Me too. I would go Cuddy. Yeah. Uh, this is at Black Bear Hockey Fan. Best and worst trade slash pickup slash drop you made this year. Mm. My best pickup. I picked up Tom Brady in, in a league. Nice. I I uh I traded uh LaShawn McCoy for um T. Y. Hilton in like week nine. That's good. Yeah. That's not bad. I I I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Um okay, that's that's a good answer for that. Uh at Slammers sixty four, insane to consider Alex Smith over Russell Wilson. No, I don't think so. No, I mean that game. Listen, that that Vegas. Uh, um, I'm sorry, that game by Vegas to be 36 and a half points. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, it's 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 super low. Okay. it's it's like this is what happens when Ryan Lindley is in the NFL. Right. I mean that that game. Now look at Wilson could have one of these games where he throws for 130 yards and and scores 17 fantasy points. Okay. Yeah. Because of of his running, because of a touchdown pass or two, whatever. But uh, I just, I think that that could be just a absolute slugfest, like a nine six game. Yeah, I would go. I would go Russell. Or I mean, I would go Alex Smith there. Yes, I would. Uh, at damn underscore Rams, he said may run Cutler championship week. Enter any better QBs available? Uh, okay, so we kind of mentioned that we. So I think we would both play. Uh, Cutler over like Orton. That's what you said. I, I yes, and I'm I'm really struggling with McCown Cutler right now. I'm truly struggling with that. Okay, but Alex Smith is a better option. Yeah. Uh, at Fitz underscore eight four three thoughts on Carlos Hyde if Frank Gord can't go. I I basically think it's just like an interesting option. I'm I'm not gonna like like that running game is so inefficient. That offense is so bad. It's not a bad matchup, I understand, but I just – it's hard. And not only that, but Carlos Hyde is battling an injury too. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I don't know. I'll have him ranked like as a as a mid-RB2. Yeah. I mean, like I think I think he's going to – like because Frank Gore is still getting double-digit carries. So like Hyde – let's say Hyde gets 
eight to twelve of uh, you know from that. So yeah, like he's gonna be a volume play. It's just I you know I don't I don't think people should get overly excited about it. Um, this is at Nick Bach. He said after last last night's disaster, what do you expect out of Forte? It's unfortunate. And he, he's he's considering Heron, Wallace, and Land or Landry over him. Not Wallace. He's going to see Xavier Rhodes, isn't he? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play. I would still play Forte over. He's he's going to get work in in the receiving game. Yeah, I, in the passing game. Well, you know, I mean, that's what I always think. But ha- has he gotten that recently? I... Yeah, I mean, he's still been fine. I mean, like. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't. I mean, I like Heron this week. I do. Yeah, I really uh, like I, I really against like. Dallas, but I couldn't. I couldn't bench Matt Forte. Oh God, I. I guess not. I but I I think that it's highly uh, possible. It's very possible that Heron it outscores Forte. Like Forte was still RB sixteen yesterday. Oh, that's kind of crazy. He he's been he's been worse than RB twenty one once this year, and he's been a top five running back one two three four five six seven eight eight times in PPR leagues. I don't I don't know how you can bench that. Can we talk about Jay Cutler not being able to execute a screen pass? Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. I, I mean, when John Gruden craps on you live on air, yeah, you have reached a new and horrible low. Yeah, and that, very, very that's what happened when Cutler could not execute a screen pass yesterday. Yeah. Uh, next question. This is from at Ducalion. Dude. He said, DraftKings or FanDuel and why? I don't know if I'm like allowed to <laughs> endorse one or the other. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just I, – I'll personally say that I like DraftKings more, mostly because I make more money there. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the salary cap – the salary caps there are looser and more. You can take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is from at J-D-D-E-B-I-A-S-E. I'm not going to be able to say that. Is it crazy to consider sitting Forte at Detroit with the other option being Randall? No. No, 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 no. Uh, this is at MVD Merlin. He said, Derek Anderson or Washington quarterback, please God help. All caps. <laughs> Would you play RG3 or Derek Anderson this week? Uh I mean with with you know the thing is like RG looked like a real quarterback like a like a legit guy again. I would so, play I would play RG3 over Derek Anderson. Yeah, me too. God, I hate saying that. Yeah. This is at raw underscore Tar Heel. He said Degaff Cutler, Orton, or Robert Griffin the third. Oh. That one's really tough. I'm gonna go RG three again. I guess, yeah. This is from our buddy Matt Riddle. Uh, at FF Riddle, he said, if you could party with one NFL player at each skill position, who would it be? I'm going Stafford and Gronk for sure. I would go Gronk for sure. I would probably go Kyle Orton at quarterback. Oh, well, I see, I can't hang with it. You know, I can't hang with Orton, like, downing a, a, you know, a whole bottle of vodka in one oh, so you would so you would go with Peyton Manning? Oh, no. Okay, I don't want to sip on a Bud Light for 15 minutes and then go to bed. <laughs> so you want uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, that doesn't sound like the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, what about what about running backs, too? 
Oh no! Well, actually, no. For me, it's Whitehurst. Oh, you mean oh Whitehorse? Okay. Whitehorse. Uh, running backs. Marshawn Lynch. Oh, that's a good one. That would be really fun. <laughs> that would that would be very entertaining. It's, I feel like there's yeah. like a good chance I would end up like sleeping on the street. I don't know, like with yeah, with a bottle of Fireball it... in my yeah, definitely, definitely. What a, is there a wide receiver? I don't know. How about you, for you? Um, definitely not Des Bryant. I don't know. I mean, does he? I don't know. I feel like that would just be a weird experience. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Yeah. This is from at Fantasy Gumshoe. Favorite superhero of all time? Do you have one? I kind of hate superheroes, so. Dude, I do too. Thank you. Thank you. I just we don't. usually. This is the. Was it. Did we agree with this on like. What was it last week that we agreed? No. Uh, oh, the, the league. The league. Right, 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 right. I mean, if I had. To, if I was like forced to choose one, I guess. I guess I would just go Batman. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Batman for both of us. Okay. Um, I thought. I always thought that. That, uh. Alex Smith was a superhero. Well, I, I've, I've told I've told Xavier that before. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll say this: uh, Batman, greater than, greater than, greater than Superman. Okay. Yeah. Get out. Get out of here with Superman. Get out. Yeah, I'm cool with that. No more. I don't. I like Superman. I like the story. I like everything about it. And then he becomes Superman, and I have no interest. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is at MVD Merlin again. He said, can we have Cutler traded to Houston and make JJ Watt player coach? Oh, never mind. I think I did. Oh okay. my God. I think Watt would, would, Watt would, would pummel Cutler within 10 minutes of him joining the team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'd be like, is that a cigarette? Pros, Hall of Famers don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Is that Kenny Darter talking? <laughs> what are you, I'm just kidding. What are you talking about, JJ? <laughs> Uh, this is at P Finks. He said, any worries about Emmanuel Sanders? Start Edelman over him. If Emmanuel Sanders is healthy, I'm playing. Oh, <laughs> Edelman. That's Edelman. The funniest thing. <laughs> that was the funniest thing in the show's history. I mean, you just had like an internal dialogue that went external. I mean, the, the, that you, you turned, you turned so hard. I, I Did you hurt yourself there? <laughs> I mean, the pivot you just had. I don't even know if, if Charlie Whitehorse could turn his horse that quickly. No, of course not. I, I think you might have torn a hamstring. Can you just stand still? Just stay still. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I thought at first, I'm like, no, you would never do that. But then matchup-wise, Edelman has a beautiful matchup against the Jets. Right. Uh, yeah, if, look, at if Emmanuel Sanders is playing, you got to, wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Did do you have any opinion on that? I the let's just call it what it is the the Broncos have shifted to a ball control run first offense yeah. right yeah you're right let's say Edelman it's it's Edelman I think it's kind of easy wow and I did a it, I did that quick of a I actually was just automatically going to say Emmanuel Sanders but then you're <laughs> phew, that was a that was a then I, I hit the emergency I, I pulled the emergency brake you, you did that's what you did you you spun like a like a fast and furious situation right right 
Um, this is at Brandon Curry. He said, if you ro- if you have to roll with either Romo or Big Ben this week, how much does Des on your opponent's team matter? Uh, not not at all. I, I mean, I'm just going Romo. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is at P. Finks. How do you cope when the fantasy season is over? What hobby should I pick up? Well, you go first. I feel like you're good at, at well, I just I just grow my beard. <laughs> is that how you get over? Okay. <laughs> so I, I have had and, and this is just this is honest, I'm not like making this up or it's not like some shtick. I have trouble in the weeks following the season coming down from I from what I would just call the fantasy football high. Like, you know, for sixteen, seventeen weeks in a row my brain is programmed to evaluate DFS plays, build lineups, make waiver wire transactions, make trade proposals, waiver, you know, everything, okay? You're, you're just going a million miles an hour for four and a half months, and, and then boom, it's, it's over. You just stop. And I have, I've, I've struggled to find like a methadone for coming down from that high to the point where last year, I started playing NBA Daily Fantasy. Oh my god. Because I just needed I just needed that little bit of lineup creation just to bring me down a little oh bit. Oh my yeah. god. And I, listen guys, I hate I hate basketball. I don't I haven't watched it since like 2005. Okay, I don't know anything about it. I was basically just just copying off people who knew what they were doing. Uh, but but anyway, I so yeah, I had to use that. So that's that's I struggle with that. But eventually, I I start reading. I read, and I think you should do the same. Read, okay, that's good. I just I just keep growing my beard <laughs> and just look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just stare at the mirror all day yeah, and just watch have, my you beard. You have grow. other sports stuff. You you watch other stuff. You and and you play daily baseball and everything. Right? I do. I play daily baseball, but I, and I also have to manage the content on number fire for basketball and, and, and stuff. I also do graphic and web design. So that, that takes some of my time, and but it's, watch, it's just, what's that? You watch hockey and I watch the penguins. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff that I can do, <clears throat> but, but beard growing is the best. <laughs> uh, this is at James underscore Gordy, Matt Ryan or Jesus. He actually said Jesus. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is disgusting. This is the most ridiculous. Um, who who are the Falcons playing? Uh, the Saints. You have to play Matt Ryan there. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey or Josh Gordon? What? No, that's actually a good question. No, 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 no. I know it's just a weird. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of reactions to these I questions, I was disgusted. What? What are you talking about? Uh. Who I don't know uh, Kelsey I get I don't God I, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I would go Kelsey honestly. Oh my God what has happened What's happening? Uh, oh Kelsey. This is uh, from at Oshkosh Jeff. He said, "What is the best and worst fantasy team name you have ever used?" <laughs> my best one. My no, probably my worst one oh. is. You know how everyone. This is in the two mugs league that I. I, uh, everyone always, like, whenever you join a Yahoo league, it's like, Denny's team. Right. So I just made mine Quintoris's team. What, what does that for, mean? For, that's Julio's for real name. Julio what? Jones. What? Yeah. Wikipedia that. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, so that's my worst. My best, my best is the one that I use in my home league every year. It's it's hitchhiker fingers. <laughs> it's making fun of this guy in our league. Poor guy. <laughs> okay, I I don't know about my best. Uh, well, maybe my best is in the two mugs league. I just I just my team's called the hair. Yeah, that one's good. It, it's not terrible. Anyway, my worst. Here's my worst, and this is bad. And I apologize that you guys even have to hear this. <clears throat> uh, my first team name ever. So this is like 2006-ish, was, okay, it was the Maryland Mediocres. <laughs> what? I, I'll show myself out. Uh, no. Oh, my God. It, yeah, so it's like, oh, oh, self-deprecating. I don't think I'm very good, but I still want to rip your throat out and win the league. Uh, that's that's bad. It's te- Oh, my God, that's terrible. I'm, yeah, that's really I'm bad. I'm so embarrassed over that. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Um. Next question is from at Bryce Holiday Seven. Can you cry? Can you cry underwater? <laughs> um, I can. I can try on Sunday for you. <laughs> this is next one's uh, at DMS or D DM Spongen. He said PPR Latavius. Brandon Oliver, Niall Davis, or Dallas running back if he gets them. Wait, why is Niall – did Jamal Charles retire? What happened? Yeah, I know. It's this the, what happened last week and stuff. I, I would I would just say Dallas running back. Yeah. Uh, this is Ducalion. He said uh, Walker or Julius Thomas. Mm. I, so Delaney gets Jackson. I like Delaney. Uh, yeah. Um, the next one is you're starting a new Jurassic Park. This is from at Captain Carl Drogo. He said you're starting a new Jurassic Park. What dinosaur D- DNA do you look to engineer first? Do you know things about dinosaurs? Davis Maddock will be mad if if we don't. Do I know? I don't know if you know, but he's a big dinosaur fan. He's a big, you know, he's a big fan of sci-fi. I don't, I don't get. That's because, well, that's because he's he's a big dinosaur fan because he's still he's still a toddler. <laughs> right. He has. He has. <laughs> He has stuffed animal dinosaurs. Um, no, okay. Here's my dinosaur experience. I was once at Universal Studios, and I went through the Jurassic Park thing. That's my experience. Yeah, I'm not a big dinosaur person. I, so I don't know. I mean, we agree. We we have the same it, like the, interest like, with a lot of this uh, pop culture stuff. Right, and the same the same hatreds in pop culture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this is at FF underscore disguise. Famous TV dad runner race. Who you got? This is good. Al Bundy, Tim the Toolman Taylor, or Danny Tanner? Oh my gosh. That is. Let's say, let's say our answer on three, okay? Wait, so. It's Al, Al Bundy, yeah. Tim the Toolman Taylor, or Danny Tanner? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. One, on, on, after I say three. One, two, three. Danny, Danny Tanner. Tanner. Yes. <laughs> you know why? Yes. Ultimate dad runner. That, well, he's he has the stride. He's like... Yes, exactly. He's, he's a Drew Dinkmeyer stride. He, oh, oh, man. That video is so good. That Hell video, yeah. It's so that good. video of Drew Dinkmeyer running is fantastic. Yeah. Um, But he did get to live the dream of having himself filmed running and throwing a football in yeah and he, and he just won a million dollars so it doesn't matter what we say about him because he just won a million dollars right he could he could he could buy my freedom away at this point <laughs> um but but getting back to the dad running thing al bundy literally stands no chance no none no. um and uh and and the tool man you know doesn't strike me as a particularly athletic guy but but yeah i think tanner smokes him honestly 
Yeah, well, not only that, but do you remember the intro to that show, sure. uh, to Full House, and how they would show, they would like do like the the portrait style uh, camera shots, like like when they showed Danny Tanner. I remember at one point they, and then they would all play on the playground towards the end. One one of the intros because they changed the intros on those shows like when the kids started to grow up more. Right. Like every time like a kid got like went through puberty, they had to change the intro to those shows. Right. So. Danny Tanner in one of them had like the San Francisco Giants hat on and he had that one one of you know those like those jack those button up jackets that people would wear that are like in style now again. Yeah. The, yeah. But but like like him wearing that and running is like the ultimate dad runner picture. I I think I know of uh, the only thing I can think of that trumps that as far as dad dad runnerism goes is uh the scene in uh Three Men and a Little Lady. <laughs> In which the guys are throwing a frisbee around in the local park. <laughs> yeah, all right, that one works. I too. mean, that is that is. First of all, those are some damn short shorts. Yeah, the 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 that, the, the remake of that movie is is um, three dads and a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that <laughs> right. I, would, I would watch it. Uh, that that those short shorts, excessive body hair, just ridiculous. But I don't even understand <laughs> the body hair in that scene. But like lots of dad running, like hustling, you know, but like not moving very fast. Right, right. It's it's the it's the arm pumping and the leg movement, but not going anywhere. A hundred percent effort, no result. It's basically like when you watch someone on the treadmill who's like running, like pumping their arms a lot and stuff, and now just take away the treadmill. Yeah, right. They're just not going nowhere, right? They're just going nowhere. That's that's the dad runner. All right, we took that really far. Whew. All right, this is at Sports Account. He says, if you were forced to draft either a tight end or quarterback with your 2015 first-round pick, who do you take? Tight end or quarterback? Uh, tight end. Tight end, easily. Uh, this is at Bob Mihalik. He said, Sanchez or RG3 this week? Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. I agree. At Leo Kaliski, if Tom Brady was put behind Seattle's offensive line, how long would he survive? Oh, man. Yeah, not – I. I... That's the one thing that always goes unnoticed with Russell Wilson is yeah. that offensive line. Yeah. Uh, this is at infrared. He said, if you could build the perfect quarterback lab style, the arm, the footwork, the brain, the aura, mm. from whom do you take? I, so I said on Twitter the other day, if you could build a quarterback from the from the ground up, you would build Jay Cutler. And what I meant by that, <laughs> and I, no, I what I meant, I, not, not 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 from the neck up. You know he's he's a he's a lot he's clearly a locker room cancer. He's a waste of money for that franchise. He's a total disaster on every level, and he'll never be saved. He'll always be a coach killer, and he's terrible. But he has every tool that you could ever want in a quarterback. Yeah. And but anyway, I would take his arm. Yeah. You know, I'm cool with that. I would take his I, arm. I I don't you know I guess you would like. Whose brain? I guess Peyton's. Peyton. Peyton's brain. Footwork. Footwork. I like. I could do like Rogers. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, that's good. And the the aura. The aura. Uh, Brady. Br- Brady, because Brady would kill your family to win a preseason game. <laughs> right. Yeah. You need that. You need everyone to just be fearful that he's going to just turn around and slap you in the face. I, but that's what I mean. You know that. I think that that's what a lot of guys. You know, are missing. I mean, Brady wants clearly wants to win more than anybody on the field at any at any moment. Right. Brady has lots of gaff. Oh, oh my God, he gives so many Fs. Yeah. 
Uh, this is at Leo Kaliski. If there were, were a, a version of the parent trap where Gronk is Lindsay Lohan, who, who would his parents be? I mean, I, I, I saw that. I don't, I don't understand. Wait. I, can't, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't, like, comprehend that question fully. Like, so maybe, like, Mr. and Mrs. Frankenstein? I don't... Right, like, like I don't... <laughs> yeah, like, like are we, we're based, are we just basically saying, like, who Rob Gronkowski's parents should be? Because because the fact that there's two Rob Gronkowski's doesn't really change anything for me. There's just a British one now because there was a British Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god, British Gronk is the best thing in my life right now. <laughs> Alright, uh, the next one. What fictional quarterback would you most want to stream? Oh, what in the what is oh, 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 you mean like movie quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Mine would be the, the uh, junior from the Little Giants. Isn't that his name? What? The, the, yeah, dude, he was sick. He was so much better than everyone else, and now he's older, so he's like really good. Okay, uh, let me think. Uh, I know who you're gonna say. Can I go with uh, Keanu Reeves? Yeah, you're gonna go with Falco. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but then I went with a different route that I thought would be fun, and you didn't like it. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't. You know, I'm just taking this question seriously. <laughs> Uh, the next, the next one, uh, is from at bat daddy, daddy. He said, serious question. Corn is put on IR. Do I stream creamed corn or just grab green beans off the waiver wire? Well, first of all, that's deeply offensive. <laughs> just from my perspective. Um, you just, you know what? You hold your nose and you go cream corn. Yeah, I agree. I don't like green beans at all. Ugh. What kind? Of, uh, this is at fade to Zach. What kind of training do you guys do in the off season? <laughs> what kind of training do you do? I I grew, I'm I just grow my beard. I um <clears throat> I once uh, committed to doing the entire insanity workout series. Yeah, I, I, I I've done it. You well, I got I got through two DVDs and uh, spent four weeks in the hospital, almost <laughs> almost dead, hooked up to IVs. So. Oh yeah, we I actually I got in a dance off once uh, when I was in Nashville with a good friend of mine, and all we did were insanity moves. Oh my god! If there's that's how that's how much it took my life over, Denny. Wait, so but you, I'm not saying that you could like do. You have to do the, the the insanity steps like step for step all the time. But could you keep up? I could not keep up. I mean, it was, it's tough. You you definitely cannot go at the pace that these people, these robots on TV, are going at. Yeah, no, they're freaks. They're absolute. Freaks. <laughs> they're the freaks of nature. It's the most frustrating thing I've ever watched. You, that's exactly right. I mean, you. I would love for one of them, one of them to just collapse. <laughs> just. Just collapse and for like paramedics to come and drag the person off and you'd be like, ah, man, that, that makes me feel good because I passed out doing this yesterday and my wife right. found me in the basement uh, in a pool of my own vomit. So, <laughs> Yeah, insanity is tough. Insanity is very tough. Um, next one is from at Matt Goody too. He said, who are some off-radar guys you are high on for next year? Um. I have. I don't even know what that I, well, means. I mean, <laughs> what is what is next year? What what is next year? Are is this is this a philosophical thing? Are you saying that time doesn't exist and there is no next year? That we are already in next year, dude. When we stream, we don't care about next year. No, you're right. Yeah. 
So what is next year? What is, That's my answer. What is it? I said, by the way, I got a question today, and I meant to address it on Twitter. Someone said, I don't really get streaming because it feels like you're fighting, you're, you're, you're fighting the battles, but you're never going to win the war. And I'm not really sure what that means, but I will say this. What, what is fantasy football but a series of battles? <laughs> yeah, there is no war. There is no overarching war against an enemy. Like you're just, you're just trying to win this battle and then the next one and then the next one. That's all it is. And and it, and so this week is just another one. It's just another Yeah. Just another battle. Uh the next one is from at Steve Smith Beta. He said King Degaf at versus Detroit or RG three versus three and out or RG three and out versus Philly. <laughs> I see yeah, what, I see what he did there. That. Yeah, uh, I'd go. I'd uh, I'd go RG three over Cuddy. <laughs> I think this is where we differ. I I I I go Cutler and, and definitely don't watch. Yeah, this is at Rare Keith. He said, "I graduate college in the spring. What are some jobs where I can get paid to degaff like Cutler?" Honest question. I heard that being a fantasy football analyst is pretty degaff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you could just throw stuff out there and be like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter." And it, I, I streamed, I streamed a QB thirty six last week. Right. Yeah, and 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 you know, we we get paid to do this. I mean, this, <laughs> this is this is amazing. So so here's what you do. Here's what you do. You 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 get a job writing for a site. You claim victory in a very loud way. You pound your chest when something goes right, and when something goes wrong, <clears throat> you deny all knowledge of it. And you make excuses, yeah. and there, there's your DGAF career. Yeah, there you go. Uh, at this is at Brandon Curry. What's the most absurd thing you could stream? Uh, his his examples are, are friends, craft beer, careers, and Twitter followers. Those are all really good. Things. I mean, friends, friends is really good. <laughs> friends, streaming wife. There are lots of people who 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 stream partners. You know. Yeah, uh, children. Oh, you're, I don't know. That's that's as far as I'm gonna go. It might be. I'm. I'm. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's, you can stream. I mean, besides types of corn, uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know what I, I? Oh my god! I got it. I got one. I stream '80s slasher flicks. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I plug and play Halloween Floor Four. I plug and plug and play. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Boom. No, that's a good. That's good. That's a good. Uh, yeah. For you specifically. Be like, I'll be like, what? Uh, it's Saturday night in February. Uh, I feel like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Eh. Yeah. There you go. Um, this next one is at TC Jonesy. Man, we have so many questions this week. Uh, is Drew Dinkmeyer your top DFS streamer this week? Hashtag Living the Stream. I will say that no, he's not because he was my streamer last week. Yeah, no, he's a he's a horrible play for the rest of the season, I think. Yeah, he's going to regress. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, this is at Bryce Holiday 7. Would you rather marry someone that is attractive or rich? What is this? What is happening? I, I saw that. Look, it, neither is great. But if I had to choose one, I... I God, maybe... <laughs> you wanted one to answer this, apparently. I, you know, I'm, I just... I think it deserves an answer. I mean... <sighs> I'll I'll go with whatever you go with. Really? Uh The thing is that the attractive person could be a horrible person, but so could the rich person, but at least you would have 
the money to drown your sorrows with. Right. So Yeah. Okay, I'll go with the rich. I too. sell out and go with the money. Okay. This is at TT Catfish. Holmes, Washington, or Marcus Wilson at wide receiver in standard leagues in week sixteen. These are dark times. That is dark. I would I would oh man. Oh. I'd just go I would go Marcus Wilson. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Uh this is at eighty underscore J Rod, uh, flex in half point PPR. Jeremy Hill, Boom Heron, Josh Gordon, Legarrette Blunt, Jarvis Landry. Heron. Uh, so it's it's Heron. It's basically Heron or or Jeremy Hill. Heron? I I would I would go Jeremy Hill over him. No, I'm going. Yeah, Heron. yeah. So you would go Heron. Yeah. Okay. Um. Someone at at Donate Freeze My K said, "Is the color of Denny's guilt white?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, this is at JDH ninety. He said, "Pick two: Hill Ingram or Julio." Doesn't sound like Julio's gonna go. No. So the the first two. If he does go, I would probably bench Ingram and start Hill. Yeah. Just because that backfield's now a mess again. Uh, this is at Donate Freeze My K again. He said, "Why are chicken nuggets tossed in sauce called boneless wings?" Great question. I, I think I think that's above our pay grade. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we have like two more. Uh, this one is from our buddy Tom Everett Scott. Tom at, at Tom E Scott. He said, "Question for Living the Stream: What corn-related things does Denny like? Corn cob pipes, candy corn." Children of the Corn. Uh, Do you like all corn things? I look at. I'm a big fan of Children of the Corn, and and I love corn dip. Have you ever had a corn dip? Well, depend. What kind of corn? It's dip? like it's. I think it's called shoe peg corn. It's like very, it's very tiny corn pieces. Tiny corn. It's it is like like tiny Brian Hoyer. <laughs> it's tiny. It's tiny corn. Tiny white corn. Like my guilt and. Uh, and you and you 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 just you know use it as like a party dip. It's fantastic, Tom. Uh, uh, serve it at your next uh, uh, Hollywood gala. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Tom Hanks. See what he says. See what he says. He's gonna say, "Oh my God, this is the greatest coin I've ever had." <laughs> oh man, this is uh, next one is at Lucky Football Gu, not Guru. I was ready for it to say Guru. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a thousand duck-sized horses? <laughs> so, so I played I played a decent amount of video games in my time, and I can tell you that just fighting one end boss is a lot better than fighting a thousand. Yeah, no, I mean you just yeah you give you give that your all and yeah yeah and then you're done. It's just a lot better. Um, I think this is the last one. Um, this is at Quack Attack 06. Is Steve Smith Sr. the clear choice for worst NFL player to fight? Yeah, dude, I don't. Whew, I don't want any part of Steve Smith Sr. Yeah, that's true. Right, I agree. I mean, he's he's terrifying. Yeah, and he's he's little too. Right, I'm, so he'll he'll be able to like get you at your knees. But no, no, but he's he's little. He he's little, so he'll like he'll like. It pounce. I don't know. I they, <laughs> listen. Him being little makes me more terrified of him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's got more. Fire. Although, although I say, uh, who's the offensive lineman for Philadelphia? Jason Peters. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that guy is a nightmare when he gets. There's, there's a lot of frightening people 
in the NFL, Denny. I, oh no, I I get it, but I'm just saying. I Jason, when Jason Peters gets mad, it's um, I I'm just I'm scared for people's lives, honestly. Kyle Kyle Turley. Oh man, I remember that guy. Wow. Yeah, he was frightening. Aaron Hernandez is pretty frightening. Oh God, James Harrison. Jeez. James Harrison. I once went to an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Did I ever say this story on this podcast? Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, I always say this story because it's the most frightening experience of my life. I went to this Outback Steakhouse. I'm sitting there eating dinner like with my parents or something. And I remember looking over and at one of those like single person booths where it's just one seat on either side. James Harrison is alone and he has a steak in front of him and he has a knife and a fork in each hand and he's just staring at the steak. Oh my God. It was the the scariest thing I've ever seen. Dude, he is... I think he's he's legitimately like a Dexter style psycho. He might be. He might be. It was. I'm not like I couldn't eat. Uh, I almost I almost exorcist vomited in the outback. Imagine how that steak felt. Yeah, exactly. I was terrified. This the, the steak was was crapping in its you know little steak bed. I do love James Harrison though. Oh my god, love him. We can't talk. All right. Anymore. All right, that does it. That is, this is the might be the longest podcast episode we've ever had. Ever. Um, but Denny, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, uh, on Twitter at uh, cdcarter13, and you can find the defensive streaming scores at thefakefootball.com. Uh, and uh, I write a quarterback streaming column for uh, four for four com. Awesome. I'm JJ Zachary Student. You can find me on Twitter at Late Round QB and all my work over at numberfire.com. Wait, working on a Greg Olson piece right now that should be out tomorrow. Oh, man. Love Olson. Yeah. Gotta love Olson. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Good luck in your championships. We'll catch you next week in the DGAF episode. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the team.